In this episode, we have the Real Estate Ninjas. Three boys working together and essentially said, fuck it at the water cooler. Let's just buy a property together. And that's just the beginning. Stay tuned. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Okay, this is going to be an amazing, uh, you know, interview podcast, whatever you guys want to call it. I feel like this is like we're frat boys here singing at a bar, <laughs> uh, but we all have coffees and waters in our hands here right now, and we're going to talk about real estate, talk about life, and some just amazing things. So, I want to welcome my man Rob Chopra. I got my man Andrew Paisano, and I hope I said that right. And of course, Phil Koo. What's going on, boys? Hey, how's it going? Good man, good. Awesome to be here. Hey Mark, thanks a lot for having us, man. Super stoked. No, this is this is awesome, man. You know what? Um, we'll call you guys. What do we call you guys now? The real estate ninjas. That's the new <laughs> nickname for you guys. So anybody uh, sees you That's right. It's the new. It's the new rain. R E N. You guys like that? Yeah. <laughs> right on. Yeah. All I'm that credit you. goes to uh, to you, Mark, for the real estate ninjas. We just adopted it, man. We love it. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. I would own it. We it all started because I wanted to wear a mask. <laughs> exactly. Well, I actually thought about you guys, you know, because, you know, we'll get right to it. I mean, what you guys have is very unique. And you guys have what I call is, is the perfect trifecta because you guys are just on the heels of a joint venture that the three of you did together, um, yeah. which is quite phenomenal. And this is just simply, scrape, you know, scratching the surface. So before we get to that, maybe, you know, let's start with Rob first, then Andrew, and then Phil. Uh, let's talk about yourself. What what was the deal before real estate? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thanks again, Mark. Like I said, it's great to be here. You know, I'm originally from Halifax, Nova Scotia. I moved up here to Ontario back in 2004 uh, for work. So my past is in the casino industry. I was a table games dealer for about 13 years, and uh, that was a few years in Halifax. I spent some time on the cruise ships, and then here in Niagara. And uh, since 2011, I went back to school uh, for electrical engineering technology in Hamilton and graduated in 2015. And uh, currently, I'm, uh, I'm still working in what I went to school for and uh, I'm investing in real estate now. Good for you, man. That's awesome. Andrew, I just love your last name, man. Paisano. Paisano. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's very Italian. Yeah, I didn't see her do the hand thing at the same time, or is that when you're swearing? I don't know. But <laughs> yeah. Hey, Andrew, what's up, man? No, good, man, good. Yeah, so uh, just a little brief thing about myself um, before the real estate world is, uh, yeah, I, uh, I went to school for the same thing actually Rob went to school for, uh, electrical engineering technologist. And um, I got a co-op while still in school and, and at the hydro company in Hamilton. And I was very fortunate to land that land that job right out of school. So for the past six years, that's what I've been doing. You know, I've been uh, just go, going through life as I always knew it was go go to school, get a job, do your nine to five until you retire. Cool, man. That's awesome. Yeah. So. Good stuff. Phil, what's going on, brother? Yeah. So um, same story. Uh, just I uh, was born here and then just, you know, um, Asian parents always pushing to, you know, achieve top grades. Um, and then eventually I went into civil and environmental um, engineering technologies. I didn't really see myself doing that anymore. So I decided to go pursue a master's degree. After I got out of that uh, and graduated, 
I, I was teaching at a couple of colleges in Ontario for about four years. And then I got uh, headhunted by Brampton Hydro. And then uh, I've, been, I've been working in the utility since, and that's where I met Rob and Andrew. And uh, now I'm interested in um, investing in real estate. And I see that it's a very lucrative market and it benefits me and uh, my family. So that's kind of where I want to go from there. That's cool. That's awesome. So before we talk about your, uh, about, uh, you know, this, this particular deal you guys put together, one of just the many that are coming, um, how did this all come about where you guys just shooting the shit at the, at the, at the, at the uh, they call them those water bottle things. <laughs> I don't know what they're called anymore. <laughs> the water, water cooler. cooler. The water cooler, yeah. Water cooler. Yeah. So how did this all come together saying, Hey, let's do real estate together. Yeah, I'll speak to that one, Mark. So Andrew and myself, we've been buddies for uh, just under 10 years or so now. And, um, you know, when we first met, we we both really like-minded in the same areas, always had that kind of entrepreneurial spirit. Uh, and about a year ago, I started working with Phil and kind of the same thing. We hit off that connection right away. And, and you know, once again, being like-minded, we got into that real estate drive. And it's like, Phil's like, you know, I, I own a property now. He's like, you know, do you want to get into real estate? And I was like, I would love to. I'm like, hey, listen, Andrew's into real estate. Like, why don't we bring this together and see like how we can make it work? So that's uh, that's kind of how we started. So really, the formation, like the three of us, just really came together and said, let's take off with it. And since then, I mean, this isn't going back very far. This is only, you know, about a month and a half ago uh, that we got the deal together, closed on it about ten days ago, and I don't I don't think we've ever been closer, man. The three of us. Yeah, we talk all day now, right? <laughs> Every day. I, I love it. I, I love it. Like, I mean, and, uh, you know, I just, when I watch you guys, it's, it's impressive because real estate's very interesting in that I think, and I, I've been told this before that, you know, don't make this too romantic, you know, like just do what you got to do and so forth. Like there's nothing, there's no such thing as perfect. Right. And right. You know, and, and a lot of people are trying to create that perfect joint venture or trying to figure out the nuts and bolts and how should it be structured? How's this? How's that? Do I need to do this? And you guys just said, fuck it. You guys just went ahead and you guys actually created a joint venture without probably really creating a joint venture. Is that fair to say? <laughs> yeah, that's fair to say. Jump right in. Yeah, totally. And, and, and that's, that's the beauty about this. I think people just get hung up on the on the on the contractual side the legal aspect and it's like well i need to have this because i might get screwed i get that no nobody gets nobody gets in a marriage someone thinking they're gonna get divorced but does everybody go and get a um get a prenup done no i mean you, you tend to you know you figure the stuff out later on right but so how did this come together you guys did this property together so how like walk us through this like is people people listening people watching are probably thinking in their head Oh, Joy B, you have an active partner and you got a passive partner and the passive partner has to bring the money and then the active partner has to do all the work. I don't, I don't believe yeah. in that bullshit. I mean, I think a joint venture is a joint venture. It just comes into a, having an agreement in place that all parties are happy with. So let's yeah, talk no. about your guys' threesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, to, 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 get, to get started, like we all realized we had the same mindset. And, and uh, I think that's very important if you want to get into business with anybody is that if you guys have the same mindset and you want to go in the same direction and you guys get along, like it's, it's going to be one enjoyable. And when you enjoy something, like the whole process is just fun and you get the results that you want out of it. Right. 
Um, so yeah, I can talk about like this a brief overview of like how this thing works is that uh, we found a property that when we we ran the numbers that you know like a cash flows and and yeah we have passive and active partners in the deal but at the end of the day we're all going to be doing and being involved in the project because we're going to utilize this as a as like a learning experience for all of us right because uh, like this is my first JV par partnership and one many to come for all of us and uh, we're all going to use it to to learn and and grow right and that's really exciting because I get to watch these guys grow right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, it it didn't really, it, it all kind of happened so fast because like I, I mean, coming from a little bit of a teaching background, I was like, you know, really cautious about, you know, what the steps are, what the curriculum is to kind of get a deal together. And then um, after coming back from a recent uh, trip, I was talking to Rob and he was like, Phil, when are you going to do a deal together? I was like, how about next week? Because <laughs> I just kind of, you know, I just kind of said to myself, if I'm going to keep pushing it off, I'm never going to get there. And mm -hmm. you know what? I mean, sometimes you just got to take action and then just roll with it. So, I mean, uh, Rob and Andrew definitely were integral to like, you know, um, kind of just educate me. And I was kind of a passive investor at first, but, you know, that kind of, they, they quickly brought me to the active side of uh joint venturing so that's kind of where i got tied into all of this and i never regretted um looking back since that's yeah. cool that's cool rob yeah it's a it's a great structure i mean you know like phil mentioned it you know when when he got back from his trip so like you know give a little bit more detail we we, we brought the three of us together we have you know phil is our active partner and then and then andrew and myself being the managing partners that's originally the way that we structured it and then we realized that once again to add to it is that it was an education for everybody and folks said you know look i want to be a little bit more involved in this and and i really want to kind of you know get on the curtails of uh, and, and see like what really happens I, I want to kind of get going and we were like okay cool how can we structure this because i mean mark one of the things that you always mentioned too is like when you bring partners together it's like everybody has something specific to offer and just because one person has let's say the down payment versus you know the renovation costs and so on and so forth and the other people say yeah i'll take it off on the active side you know manage the tenants do the advertising and so on and so forth but it's not really all about that because some people aren't really just looking for that and i think you know for a lot of investors that are out there people that are looking to get into real estate a structure of having an active and a passive partner makes sense but if you're just there's a lot of people that are concerned about how they put their money to work and sometimes that works to bring the partnership together. Bring your money and let's do this together. We, you know, for our, for the scalability of what you know the real estate ninjas want to do is, you know, we want to work with multiple partners. We want to work with JV partners. We also want to help each other scale. So just me, you know, maybe Phil's on the pot on the on the passive side with this, but that's something that Andrew and I can bring at any time, and that helps with the scalability. I yeah. love that. I mean, and what yeah. you guys are simply discussing is the power of leverage. You guys are levering each other, leveraging each other's strengths. I mean. And that's the thing, like, you know, you look at any, any business, it could be a multinational business, billionaire business, they got a board of directors. The board of directors is what's basically running that company, right? So you have a director of sales, you have a director, a VP of sales, you have a VP of operations, you have, and everybody knows their part and what they got to do in order to make this institution or business successful. They're not going to be the ones that have to go and swing the hammer. What they bring to the table is going to be all their resources and so forth saying hey this is my sales team this is, if it's raising capital well i got my sales people here if it's operations or whatever it is 
And that's basically how to run this. This is, you know, I've, I've said this before where the difference between a real estate investor and a landlord is simple. A real estate investor owns real estate. A landlord is owned by real estate. Yeah. And that's what it comes down to. So yeah. It's about managing your time, managing your resources, managing your people. Um, and when I say people, that could be just managing yourself and focusing on your strength and not trying to figure out, Oh shit, I never put tiles up. I better go to YouTube and try to figure this out myself because I've taken on this role. No, like what are you trying to, you know, to save a couple of dollars. So, so one of the questions I always like to ask everybody, and you guys probably know this about the seven two. So for those maybe listening for the first time, uh, watching for the first time, I go by the seven two real estate investor. And the reason I go by the seven two real estate investor, is that in poker, if you pull the seven two, it's the worst possible hand uh, you can pull in poker. And of course, I got a, I got a, 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 a casino guy here at the thing. <laughs> so if I correct me on this, it probably blow my uh, my whole brand. But the fact is, is that in life you can't control the hands that can be played, but you can control how you're going to play that hand. At the end of the day, I was dealt major. I've been seven two like nobody's business, and each time I said, "Let's go," uh, I, you know, and I'll share like. I said this to my partner today and I said this to someone this morning, like today is the 15th of the month. People look at it as, oh, I get a paycheck. It's the 15th of the month. Well, the 15th of the month comes and I have to give a nice juicy check to my ex-wife. So I can sit in my corner and I can say, man, this sucks. The world is against men and this kind of stuff. Actually, no, actually, actually when I'm signing the check, I actually feel blessed because I'm like, if it wasn't for being seven two in that instant, I would be where I am today. So if anything, that check I'm cutting every month is my personal development check because if it wasn't for getting kicked in the teeth, I wouldn't be where I am today. So, anyways, so that just going with the seven two. Does that, do you guys follow where I'm going with the seven two? Oh, oh yeah. absolutely! Yeah. Awesome. So, any, mini, my name, mo. Andrew, you're it. I'm it. You're it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, um, I, I I've definitely had a a few seven two moments in in my life and. Um, I think maybe the the biggest one that's that struck home to me was uh, something that happened to me actually in my in my current corporate job um so like i worked for the hydro company here in hamilton and um i always saw myself as, as something more um i i wanted always wanted to be in a management position i wanted to move up in the company right and um over the past five years i've uh i've had five interviews for management positions and uh, I fell short at each and every one of those, right? So I was, uh, I was at a low point in life, um, you know, feeling that I just can't get to where I wanted to be. And there was a lot of noise in the background, you know? People were saying, Andrew, like, you don't have the education. You know, like, like stop trying. You, you're at a point where you're just embarrassing yourself now, right? And, uh, you know, I realized in life, you're going to get your ass kicked, right? And you're, you're going to be put down. And, um, but it was a mindset change that I, that I needed, right? I realized that the only person stopping or the only thing stopping me from getting myself back up is myself, mm -hmm. right? And once people can realize that, you know, like you have control of your destiny, right? So, you know, I, I picked myself back up and tried again. And uh, on, my si on my sixth interview, I finally got accepted for the position. So, mm -hmm. and, I, and I've been doing that for the past two years now. And, uh, for so. sure, well, that's awesome, man. I love how you've been. It's all about resilience, right? It's all you would be resilient. Keep on coming back, tenacity. But yeah. I'm, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna just throw a little bit of curveball, which is fuck those motherfuckers. Yeah. 
are a owner, you own your own real estate business now. You don't have to be a manager. You don't have to work for someone else. You are a boss. Don't forget that, man. Yeah, no, exactly. Don't forget that. So anyways, uh, Rob, you're up. Yeah, sounds good, man. Like, Mark, I, I love that you asked that question. And, and, and the fact of the matter is you relate so much to the 15th of the month. Well, this is kind of mine. I don't, I don't necessarily have like a 7-2 moment. But what I really have that I was sick and tired of just living in a financial struggle. You know, I, I realized that basically investing in real estate was going to help me with this. And quickly, I realized that real estate actually was only the vehicle, right? It had actually had to start with the mind, the body, and the spirit. And that's something that also we found within the mastermind. Yeah. So lately, you know, in lots of discussions with yourself and everything, you know, finding that mastermind what was what I needed to do to invest in myself and become part of that mastermind. Mm -hmm. So surrounding myself with other like-minded individuals and being a part of council within Cashflow Tribe, mm -hmm. you know, so I was able to really just realize that, you know what, this financial struggle is, is shit, you know, live paycheck to paycheck, can't stand it, you know, and being room, being in a room like with the others that have the drive and the commitment and the motivation, I knew that that would keep me accountable just in itself. Right. And so like, you know, within our mastermind, we have some practices that we do every day. And, it, and it's just so important, but having said that, like creating the long lasting relationships and through the, through the mentorship of other investors like yourself and also Ben and Matt, like has been so crucial. And since joining, I've already leveled up, right? Like practicing the mind, body and spirit factor of it. I, you know, people, too many people think that real estate is just, yeah, just go out, buy a piece of real estate. Hopefully it cash flows, create this, you know, wealth generation, but it's like, the business doesn't happen unless you make it happen. Mm -hmm. And it starts with you first, right? Mm -hmm. So investing in real estate for me, simply like my seven, two moment, I, I don't want to wake up anymore and say, you know, here's my thousand bucks. Here's my 1500 bucks. It's in my bank account every week or two weeks. And then all of a sudden, you know, like Robert Kiyosaki says, right? Like paying your expenses before you pay yourself. Like, I don't, I'm just sick and tired of doing that, man. That, that's my moment. That's my moment of realization. Cool. So hold that thought. I got some questions with that too. So, yeah. and, and that's, and that's awesome because, and it goes back to even being a landlord. If you're a landlord and you you're banking on those checks coming on the first and they don't come in at first, it's no fucking different than waiting for a paycheck yeah. from your boss. So it, you have to change that, that mindset that what are you an investor or are you a landlord? Right? So Bill, what's up, bud? Seven, two, seven, two moments. Uh, yeah. So I guess I've, I've escaped a couple near death situations in like the last 10 years. Um, oh, the most recent one was, uh, I was, I was swimming in Josephine falls in Australia. And, uh, I guess the current was really heavy that day and it almost pushed me over the edge. And I was like, Oh crap. I wish I should really, uh, <laughs> should really evaluate, you know, where I set my priorities and all that stuff. And, um, you know, for a couple of years, I was just kind of like, you know, kind of just swimming in fear, you know, no pun intended, but, uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't really want to learn how to swim or anything like that. And I was like freaking out every time I saw like bodies of water, I was just like, well, I can just appreciate things from afar and not really get myself involved in it. So it was like the victim mentality and just feeling sorry for myself. Um, and then like just a couple of years passed by and I was like, what, what am I doing living in fear? Like, I don't, see their uh the value behind it 
So, I mean, it was kind of like a pivotal point for me to kind of motivate myself and just, you know, do some more self-reflection to try to find ways uh, to move forward and um, create ways of living life to the fullest rather than find ways to live life to the fullest. Because I was just like, you know what, I'm the one that's able to control the narrative in my story. So I might as well live life that way and uh, you know stop chasing something and just start creating mm-hmm. and um being with being with council with you guys i mean i've learned so much from that and like the mindset is basically where i want to be and i resonate with that so very much appreciated that and uh yeah it's good that's, to be that's here aw- that's awesome so it's funny because i i first spoke to rob I uh, would say we had a conversation maybe about three weeks ago, and it was after the virtual summit, where I basically, you know, dropped some lots of f bombs on a, on a virtual summit <laughs> that that was there, you know, with a thousand people or whatever. Um, but hey, that's the way I roll. And like right, I like had a conversation with Rob right after, and saying like it's essentially the one hour conversation we had and I could just see where Rob was going with this is like, what is the difference between me and you? Like what, what there's has to be a difference between us. Like, why are you doing this? And I can't get there. And, and then you guys all joined the, you know, you guys joined the workshop we had two weeks ago. And then it was like, it was hilarious because I actually had some notes already and I'm like, yeah, it's happening this weekend. And it's like, these guys are all coming together at one sweep. And it was like, boom, boom. And then boom, right? Like all you guys joined the mastermind. And you guys said, we're going to figure out a way we're going to do this. And you guys joined, but <clears throat> you guys have joined officially probably about a week and a half ago. And I've already seen a huge difference in all of you guys. Like it's been like, I, I'm not sure what you guys see in the mirror when you look at each other, but when I see you guys, you guys are different than what you guys were a week and a half ago. Like just, you guys are different beasts. Um, it's like, we've just taken that mask off and now you're finding your own. How, how do you guys feel? It's been a week and a half. Yeah, go ahead. I, I, I'll, I guess I'll, I'll run on this one. I, that's, that's very great. We're very grateful to hear something like that, Mark, because that's, that is so true. Like, thank you for saying that. I, I totally agree. I mean, the last 10 days, it's been a little bit overwhelming, but one thing I've realized is that this is a step-by-step, right? And one of the things that, that I struggled with was my personal development. Um, I knew I had future goals. Um, once again, it goes back to real estate being the vehicle. Um, but I'll be honest, like that weekend, you know, the virtual summit happened, Andrew and I got together and, and we watched it and then, you know, we were like, Hey, yeah, we'll jump in the workshop for, for, it was, you know, it was part of like filling out the form and, and jumping into the workshop just made me realize that, yeah, this makes sense. I mean, look, we jumped into a mastermind virtually, right. And I honestly have to say, like, that was one of the biggest leaps I've ever taken. And uh, I, I'm just, I'm just super happy. I, I think it was amazing. I mean, we, I remember giving Andrew a hug the day we joined. You know, we were in the room together. <laughs> I remember that. I thought, I, I thought the whole time Andrew was your son because I saw you waving your hands at him. I thought you were giving him a shit or something. I thought he was gaming with his headset. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. You know, and, and I'll pass it off to Phil here because Phil called me, and this is it. And I remember Phil saying, "Fuck it, let's do this." Like, like, yeah. And, and it's amazing because you just said about the whole fear, fear side. And all of a sudden you're like, fuck it, let's do it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I like just um, growing up, I've always had like a little bit of a reservation, just mostly because of my upbringing, because it's always like, okay, you know, everything has to be a calculated measure. 
mm -hmm. of steps and stuff like that. But um, when I signed up for uh, the mastermind, I was like, okay, what are my steps? What do I do? And I was just like, maybe I should flip the script a little and just do it. And then just, you know, sort it out later because life doesn't work that way where it's like, you know, you achieve this. It's not a video game either. It's like, you don't level up like, you know, with that type of mindset, you let you level up based off of your actions. Right. So that's kind of how I uh, told myself, you know what, this is it. You got to do it. You got to, you got to go all in and see what happens. Yeah. Love it. Andrew, what's up, bud? Yeah, man, no, this whole ride has been crazy so far. Um, you know, I always had these, <laughs> I always had these big dreams for myself, right? Like always wanting the nice car, the, the nice house, you know, all the fancy toys and being financially free, not only for myself, but for my family, right? Because that's, that's my main why to this whole thing is, is I don't want my family to ever have to worry about money, right? But, you know, like I never, I never really took action towards that, right? And I always have this saying, like, don't let your dreams just be dreams, right? So then joining that virtual summit that weekend, I said, you know what, like, well, you know, and just start living by what you tell yourself all the time, right? And um, I thrive in, in team scenarios. Like, that, that's why we're doing this JV thing. That's why I think it's going to excel so well. Mm -hmm. And uh, joining Casual Driving Council, like, I look at this like this is a true team scenario, right? Like we all, we all keep each other accountable because we're all going to have shit days, right? But then I can rely on like Phil, Rob, you, Mark to like poke me that day and be like, well, you know what? Like what's going on? How can I help? Like what's the obstacle today? Right. So, yeah. So this whole thing has, is definitely, I've taken myself to the next step and I see my buddies taking themselves to the next step and it makes me just want to keep going too, right? So it's, it's awesome because you guys are just pushing each other and yeah. that's the best part. Yeah. And and the best part about this is like, you know, you guys are, it's, we all hold each other accountability, but we're all, we're, we're like, we're this tribe and within this tribe, within this tribe. And yeah. we're going to make sure that everybody's moving in the right direction. Now, some may move at warp light speed. Some people just may went one step at a time, but it's, it's moving forward. And that's the key thing. Um, you know, and, and I, I always say this, like I'm, I'm blessed or I'm burdened because I get a lot of phone calls from people thinking about getting into investing or those that are, are investing, but they fit a wall. And I just tell them straight up, I know what the problem is. It's because you haven't done this. Oh, I don't want to spend that kind of money. And it's like, well, then fuck, get off the fucking phone. Like, stop complaining. Don't be a little bitch anymore. Just accept, your, accept it or do something about it. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's like, I feel like it, it, actually to the point now where I'm not even burdened, I get pissed off because the answers are right there. But everybody's looking for the same quick fix. How do I lose weight? Oh, I'll just go on a, on an Atkins diet or I'll just do this and then I'll figure it out, whatever. It's like, no, you know what? You got to level up. You got to focus on what's between your ears because it doesn't matter what you take with this. You could be selling sports cars. You could be selling real estate, the vehicles. It doesn't matter what it is. It's the vehicle. But once the mindset is, is, is it's, it's there, it's, it's like all this other shit can be taken away from you. But no one can take what's inside here. I mean, that's a typical immigrant parents telling their children is no one can take this from you right um you know so the timer just went off here so uh but we got time so don't worry guys um uh so the next question i want to ask you guys is for you know new investors that are wanting to get into the game and this is actually a bonus because they're going to get three levels of counsel and you guys can now see counsel because you've owned property 
you're in the game, you're in the business, you're investing in yourself. Other mofos that haven't done it and they're giving advice to everybody on the street. No, don't do it. You're going to lose money or whatever. So let's start with counsel. Um, Phil, what counsel can you give to a person that's thinking about getting into investing or maybe a new investor has hit a wall? I guess um, my first thing would be just to start the dialogue, ask questions. And uh, if you ever get stuck, I mean, you know, um, don't. Don't, if the if you have time to, to feel sorry for yourself, don't just um, reach out because there's always willing uh, willing people to help to help uh, with a lending hand. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Andrew. Yeah, like um, you know, I, I would say for a new investor is to you know just just be vulnerable, right? Like you're you're not going to know everything, and that's fine. And you have to you have to be accepting of that, and uh, and reach out to people because the real estate world like. There's so much people with so much knowledge that is willing to give back and just, and just, and, and reach out, right? And don't be afraid to fail because you're going to fail, right? And that's one of the things I saw within Cashflow Tribe is this is a safe environment where I can be vulnerable, you know, like state my strengths and weaknesses and then just build with each other, right? So just, you know, everybody out there that's, that's thinking again, but is a little scared, I was there, just, just jump in and trust the process. Right. It's funny you mention that because people ask like, because usually I'll get on a I'll call with someone who's interested in council. It's probably because I'm very protective of, of who's coming in council because I'm very selfish as well because I want to go to war with people at my side, not having to drag them along. Yeah. So mm -hmm. the, the, the vetting that occurs in our mastermind is, is incredible. And I've been blessed that, you know, our, 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 our mentors, you know, they, they trust me with that. But it, it, it's so true. Um, and, um, and like I said to you guys before, I mean, to have you guys, I, I told you guys, I said, I, I need you guys at my side, you know, because I know what it's going to do for me. <laughs> and and that's, a per, that's the power of, of, of what we're doing together. So, Rob. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you did, you definitely made that clear to second that, that notion. Yeah. Like, I mean, this is an ally formation, right? I mean, this is, this is awesome. You know, if I had any advice that I would give to a new investor, I mean, I've been there just like these guys. First and foremost, like I'd invest in yourself and figure out like what your real why is and why you really want to do this, right? And what you want to accomplish from it. I would say just network, network, ask, ask, ask questions, right? Don't be transactional either, right? Because like this community is a very small community, but it's a large community if you create relationships. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not always about the knowledge. Like there's a ton of information out there, but it's got to start with you. And I can't, I can't stress that enough. You know, creating a win-win-win situation for everybody, you know, and, and just ask the questions. Like, be vulnerable, like Andrew said, completely be vulnerable because this is uh, this is the only way you're going to grow. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. you got to be real with yourself because who else are you fooling, right? Like, I mean, I, I, I said this today. I was actually having a conversation with one of my other peers, and it's like there's so many people out there that will go buy followers and they'll go pay all this stuff. It's like, who are you kidding? If you got to pay for followers – you're not there yet. Like you don't even, don't even pretend like you're just going to fall off that cliff very quickly. So you have to really dig in a deep end. I, I, you know, and I've seen everybody that's come through council and who's in council and our mastermind. Although real estate is the vehicle, I think I've seen if most, if not all break down at some point because they've become vulnerable. They've determined what their purpose, what their why is. And without that, why, why is everybody doing it? Right. Um, so I'm asking you guys a question then. 
So I have a new investor, for example, or someone wants to get in the game and says, I have enough money for a down payment. And they're like, what should I do with this down payment? And they come to you and you say, want to invest in yourself. But I got money for a down payment. What would you tell them? I, I'll go here. Okay. I, I would ask, I would ask the question of what have you done to invest in yourself? Mark, that's something you taught me, you know? Um, I, but I mean, you have money for a down payment, but if like, if it's a partnership, it's not necessarily going to work unless the mindset is the same. If they have money to bring for a down payment to invest in their first property, like I would say, take action mm -hmm. for sure. Cool. Cool. I, I guess I've got to apologize. My fucking dog is barking. So if you guys hear it, listeners, that's what it is. It's not. <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> What's up, Andrew? Yeah, like uh, I would really second what, what Rob's saying. Like um, if they have a money for a down payment and they, they, they want to do something with it, um, me being a real estate investor, I would ask them like, well, what's your why? What, what do you want to get out of this, right? And maybe we can create a partnership and work together and I can teach them something that they can just grow and then start developing themselves. Right. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, it's it, the, this whole real estate investing world. It's something that you just need to just stop being scared of and then dive in and, mm -hmm. and do it because you know, like it, it's great. The networking is amazing and people are here to help you. And cool. Bill. Yeah. Um, you know what? I mean, both Rob and Andrew have hit it right on the nail. Um, I have to say that I agree with both of them too. It's always about self-education first before you really dive into, you know, something that's maybe transactional because if you're just going in without any of the education and you know what, that kind of opens up the risks, right? Because if you're not, if you're not mindful of, uh, you know, why you're doing, uh, or taking action, then, you know, you're just blowing money away so invest in yourself first and then you know opportunities will always come your way because you know you've only got one brain and it's your brain mm -hmm. you're exclusively custom to that yeah absolutely that's cool i'm looking at the timer here sorry guys my zoom is only 40 minutes so i can't do this so because uh, typically the closing question is always the tombstone question um so unfortunately we're not gonna have time for that but it gives me another reason to get you guys on Again, because that's that's one of my favorite questions. It's unfortunate we're not going to be able to get there. Um, I just want to say thank you very much for for you know getting out of your comfort zone, being comfortable, being uncomfortable, not only by investing in yourself, but even showing up today. I know you guys are a little nervous. Um, you know the world. Ha you guys have so much to give to the world. The world has so much to learn from you guys, and I'm excited for those that listen to this. Um, and hey, I mean we're no different than anybody listening. We put on our pants one leg at a time as well, right? So. That's right. We appreciate that, Mark. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks a lot, Mark. No problem, guys. You guys take care. And uh, yeah, you guys are in for a treat.